Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 698 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by the dynamic duo of James Dean Raider, Ben Funky Askren, two of the best wrestling coaches I know. And it's going to be a fun one today because in like 30 minutes, calling in from Moscow, Russia... King G is coming in to talk about this Russian squad. The team is set for Russia. There's there's a little bit of um, a couple storylines out. out of that. We're gonna take them out. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna swoop in, take them out. Um, but I want to start the show with this. This is a tweet that was sent. Uh, I guess two days ago, September twentieth. Well, I'm, I, yesterday I saw it again and I started to really think. I was like, wait, wait a second. So wait a second. B J Fruitrell <laughs> tweeted. Uh, I was today years old when I found out at All I See is Gold, Jordan Burroughs, is really, really strong and really, really good at wrestling. And uh, Jordan um, replied, appreciate it, bro. Same time tomorrow. Laughing emoji. So, and then I forgot, this is a man who was hopping off the mat, getting off the grid. It was and a was cramp, super... Piles. It was a cramp. I, it was not a cramp. I don't think it was a cramp. I have no inside information, no medical information whatsoever. I don't think it was a cramp. Huh. I, was- I, I don't know what it was, but I think we're reading too much into this. Sometimes I just tweet wild stuff just for the heck of tweeting it to see what people will say. Okay, well, like, that, there's okay. no real purpose. That's what we're and talking I'm, about here. Is, I think so, that's what they're doing. Okay, so you, do you think this is real? Do you think they really wrestled? They're really doing wrestling. Jordan Burroughs is full go, yes. no problem, doing full on wrestling practices. Yeah, I mean, there's, obviously, there's a chance he's actually injured, but we are, we are. It's not like we're two months out right now; we're two weeks out. So if he's actually not working out and wrestling, then we're probably going to have some issues at Worlds. Well, it wouldn't be the first time that he missed significant amount of time prior, but we don't know how yeah. how healthy he is. It could be it could be a smokescreen for all we know. You know, it's like oh, let's put so out. You're, a little... you're thinking he's all the way out, not not doing anything on the mat. Not all right the now. way out. I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's a curious it's a curious thing because we you you know we're not going to hear 
the the health status, but I thought it was it's either great it's probably just great news, right? It's probably just great news that he's healthy. But I I mean, so did, you guys never complete. asked him how hurt are you afterwards? Yeah, we did. He well, he didn't know. He hadn't like seen a doctor or anything at that point in time. He was concerned. He though. was extremely concerned. You never followed up with him? Like, don't you even care about him? No, my, I think Mike talked to him the next day, but he's like, he's not going to tell you. He's not going to tell the media his injury situation. He's not going to tell tell us, yeah, it's broken, or yeah, I have a real cap. Why would he? Why would he? Yeah, we, uh, we would keep it a secret. Um, maybe you tell us. You probably would have told me on the down low. So, uh, yeah. No. So I think he's healthy. We're going to go healthy. I think he's healthy too. I hope he's healthy. I think he's healthy enough. I think that's that's the main thing. He's probably healthy enough. I think he'd be. Uh, yeah, I feel good that he's going to wrestle and do well. But I I did think it's interesting. It's it's either um, great news or maybe a little bit of propaganda, which I think would be funny actually. If they're like, yeah, yeah. let's act like we're wrestling. Yeah, I bet he's on the mat, but uh, you know, you know, I guess you never know with him. Yeah, so exciting stuff there. We should be. I mean, everyone else is seemingly fully healthy heading into this. Gilman, I guess, has had no setbacks whatsoever with his Liz Franck injury, so that's really exciting. Nice. Um, so good stuff there. Penn State's full schedule is out. Uh, yeah. we, we can talk about that a little bit. It's sort of a different look. Schedule for them, no tournaments at all. Um, which you know, normally well, they, they've always been on the, the short side of matches or the, the the lower side of matches, definitely. But they always did, other than like I think last one. year, they always had like one tournament in there uh, on the schedule. But that's not to say they couldn't send their whole team to an open, of which there are yeah. so many within driving distance of State College PA. But the main highlights for this for them, the big duels, Michigan, January 21st, Iowa, January 28th, and then the, the very next week, Ohio State, and that's a BJC duel. Well, uh, aren't there some good teams at this college wrestling duels? I can't remember who I saw. I saw someone post about it. I think maybe like Oklahoma State's there in Missouri or something. I don't so, think Oklahoma State. Missouri is well, the number one team in the country, so maybe they are. And I think maybe I saw NC. Maybe it's NC State. That could be. That could be. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I don't know how that is. That going to be like a bracket? I. I have no idea whatsoever. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Know. Be a Frank pop on the show. Ask him. Okay. Pull him up. Maybe we'll do that. Uh, so yeah, I don't know who they'll. I think Cornell's going to that. At least they were. Um, yeah. So that'd be um, cool. man. This is not very many matches. I mean, this is about twelve matches. If you have some at the, let's say, four college wrestling duels, that's two, uh, sixteen matches. Four at the Big Ten, that's twenty matches. Five at nationals, that's uh, twenty-five matches. I mean, that's they've usually been around thirty, which is mm-hmm. kind of on the lower end of most schedules. Um, but yeah, I mean. That's even lower. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if they find an open somewhere here or there. Yes, yes. Um, I think they would. Well, think about the the Beard-Dean situation. How are they going to get um, – how are they going to you know be figuring out that situation other than like – they'll have to send them to some opens, I suppose, or something. Because yeah, that's typically – they're 
Although they ha- they they are a team that'll have like the the ranking matches like internally and to to inform their decision, but a lot of times it'll come down to like um, yeah, who goes to the scuffle, who goes to this tournament and, and performs best, and so that's my biggest question is like how are they. All right, I got I got that? a list for you, Christian. Uh, allegedly, uh, well, Penn so Penn State is not on this list, but the the this is a list that says. Iowa, Arizona State, Michigan, NC State, Missouri, Virginia Tech, Northern Iowa, Central Michigan, Cornell, Hofstra, Lehigh, Oregon State. That's what it says. I don't know. True, false, I'm not sure. Yeah, that would be. But they're not going to do it. So that won't be a bracket. They're not going to wrestle each other. They're not going to wrestle Iowa, are they? No way. I Listen, I don't know. That would be great if they did. I'd be excited. I'll wrestle twice. Iowa twice in a year. I miss the old school national duels when the best teams actually went there. That was... I know I I know a lot of people complained about it. I competed in it. I want to say every single year. Maybe there was one year we didn't. Uh, but I always really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great tournament, uh, uh, and I was kind of sad that it went away. And I don't know why everyone crapped on it so much. I think the rigor of it, and when when it took place in the season, was like this is too hard. This is too much. Man, I went through it. These dudes are being wimpy. You I just pinned them all, man. Not every, most guys have. To I don't know them. why. I mean, listen, I, I know, I, I understand that I'm an outlier. I wrestled, let's see, I think it was like 30, let's see, and probably an average of 40 matches a year. Yeah, because I had 158 matches, so that's roughly 40 a year, maybe slightly less. Um, I don't, I never understood. Like, I loved it. I want, I want to get more matches. I mean, my last two years, I said, Coach Smith, I'm, I need to win the Hodge. I'm going to pin these dudes at the CMSU Open. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and if he would have, like, I had to fight him over it. I really had to, like, argue with him. He's like, no. I'm like, yeah, I'm going. No, you're not. And yeah, and we, we had an argument about it. And then eventually I said, listen, dude, I'm going to get in my Prius or Camry or whatever at the time. I'm driving my ass down to Warrensburg, and I'm going to wrestle in that damn tournament. And um, if he wouldn't have put up such a fight, I, I probably would have went to another opener too. I loved competing. I loved it. I really would have went to another couple if he let me. Yes, I think that's uh, – I think your, your college wrestling experience is very much an outlier for – not that they don't all love it, but it's just the difficulty of wrestling – that many tough matches late yeah. in the season is like a risk they're not willing to take. Well, it wasn't really late. It was just, it was usually generally right before the Big Ten schedule started, which I, I get why the Big Ten guys don't like it. But um, yeah, I guess I'm just sad. I enjoyed the tournament. I always loved it. Sad doesn't exist anymore. I think there should be national duels, and it should decide the team champion. Ooh. I would love that. I really I know would. It's I a don't hot see take. why we can't have two national titles. And well, no, I don't think there should be two national titles. I don't think there should be a why team not? Component. Well, the best team is because the... then nobody nobody would care about the dual tournament oh, because oh, we're, we're gonna do this this morning. Oh, this is what we're doing this morning. Listen, let's go, JD. Let's go, baby. The best team wins the tournament. Yes, not the dual. No, that's but that's what crap. makes the dual no, tournament. No, you're wrong. The best. You're wrong, that, no, Christian. I'm absolutely right. That's no, you're, in, you're absolutely wrong. Christian, I only need That's four the point people. Of it. I could forfeit six weight classes and win a team title. That doesn't make the best team. I could forfeit six weight classes, which literally means I will not win a duel. It is not possible for me to win Listen, one duel. Listen, depends it's on how duel. you define the best. That's what I'm saying. So that's Christian's opinion on what the best is, but that doesn't mean Christian is God. He doesn't just define <laughs> what the best tournament wow, is. So anytime, <laughs> we anytime can all have an opinion. opinion. I love the idea that an opinion is like, well, he thinks this way. He must think he's God. It's like, no, I just think, no. It, I mean, it's 
But I will say it is indisputable that the best team is the team that wins the tournament, not the duel. No! The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because... Why? But see, now you're trying to act like God again. You literally said indisputable. Uh, you can't dispute it to me because, listen, the best test uh, of team strength is your wrestler against all the other wrestlers instead of your wrestler versus one other wrestler. Correct. So this but, is but, your wrestler versus all the wrestlers in 10 weights. That's how you determine yes. it. Yes. But it's, it's really easy. I mean, I can make a very simple argument as to why the point structure of the national tournament is skewed. And as, as I pointed out, in, in very certain years, you could have had four national champions, forfeited the other six weight classes, and, and won the national title. I mean, for example, no. um, I coach. Yes. I mean, that's yeah, not true. That's very, yeah, I, you can't that use is Arizona true. State. It is true. Arizona State didn't win, and they didn't get close to winning. They got a trophy, okay. total outlier performance. And it we were. No, we Nothing like that has ever. You're using it. But outlier. we weren't the sixth best team. We were. We were three and twelve in duels. We weren't the sixth best team, Christian. Yeah, but you didn't win. You Here's didn't what win. I'm you saying. The point system. The point system is skewed to overrepresent one or two good wrestlers, as opposed to a team who has uh, eight to ten good wrestlers. If you want to say what is the best team for me. A representation of the best team is somewhere where they have really good guys each weight class. Now, I'm not asking you to give equal points for someone who's number 26 as I am to number six. I realize those aren't the same. But the national tournament, and it was I love the national tournament. I, I think it crowns for what it crowns. I get it. And the coaches coach to what is scored. They all understand it. It's fair. I yeah, it, winning right? is better than not Hold winning. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> But if we want to really Savvy say what is, a, what is a representation of a good team, it would be someone who has a good wrestler at almost every weight class. So here's here's the simple way. If you wanted to do it in the team tournament structure, you just award more points for simple wins, and you're gonna and those guys because those guys who win one or two or three matches, if you win three matches at the national tournament, you're a top sixteen guy, whether on the front side or back side. Well, you mm-hmm. if you win three on the front side, you're obviously in, in the quarters to your top. 12 um i'm sorry in semi your top six but if you win three matches you're you're a top 16 wrestler if you're a top 16 wrestler you're a very very good wrestler and so if one team has four wrestlers who are national champions and six forfeits i would argue to you they have four very good athletes on their roster they do not have a team they only have four wrestlers not a team not a great team four good guys not a team christian they can win a national title not the best team at, based on what can they win a national title that has literally never happened it's never happened, but it could. I mean, so just look at the points. 60 <laughs> no, points for no. first. You can't, Listen, you, it's simple. I'll do the math for you. I will do the math for you. 100 points can win the national title. It has very many times. 96. In fact, Iowa won with 96 in 2008. 16 for a win, five points for advancement, and we'll go. We'll throw two bonus in there. They each get two pins. That's 25 points for an athlete. Times by four, that's 100. I'm doing math like I am for Ozzy Man all the time. That's a national title. Four guys, four fitting six weights. You only have four guys on your roster. One. Th- that would never happen. Two, okay, you, you have can. a clown nose in your hand. Why do you have a clown nose? I don't know. It's just sitting on my desk, and then I'm you know, squeezing it and bouncing it and whatnot. I'm All right. stressed. Okay. You're stressed out because you're, you're – I'm getting you're, fired up. Yeah, I just you, – you create – your your examples JD started are, this. are JD two started. absolute outlier things that, one, has never happened. Actually, both have never happened because Arizona State got sixth. They didn't win. Correct, and it was an overrepresentation of how good we were that year. That's what and I'm trying to tell you. Probably being three and twelve as a dual team is an underrepresentation of how good you were as a team. It's probably well, somewhere in the defini- middle. For- your definition of team, which is why I told JD, I am very happy crowning two national champions. 
No, there needs to be one national champion, and as long as there is an individual uh, champion of the individual Mike, indoor outdoor. Uh, I don't. Yeah, dude, they are equal. Are both looked at equally? No, most likely. No, how do you know that, Christian? Because because outdoor, you don't know nothing. I'm pretty because sure it's outdoor. Someone, got someone was in the chat saying he's got gi and no gi. There's a very, they're and, different sports, and and yeah, and uh, yeah, they're very different. Well, and no gi is more prestigious. Same thing. Try to choke someone out, break their arm. No big deal. <laughs> but as long as there is a team title attached to the individual tournament, the dual tournament, it, it just won't be looked at. That's your opinion. The same. If the NCAA sanctioned it, it would be looked at very highly. It would be looked at very highly. But guess guess who's going to be in the final? Iowa and Penn State. Look at the, look at these teams. It's not going to change anything. Well, I mean, there's definitely years where it would change things. I mean, there are years where the person who wins the NCAA team title is not the also the best dual team. That has happened many times. Obviously, lots of times, yes, they do coincide because to our point of what we're talking about, these things are not far off. It's not like they're total opposites. They're very much the same. I'm just saying that there's a couple of areas which are underrepresented, which is essentially athletes who are 9 through 16 are the ones that are vastly underrepresented because – you could win two matches at NCAAs by decision, which puts you in the quarterfinals, which means you're a really, really damn good wrestler. And then you lose in the quarters and you lose in the blood round and you've scored two points for your team. And so by, by the same measure, um, someone could lose their first match and pin the 32nd best guy and they have two and a half points. So you can't tell me that is a proper scoring metric for what the wrestler represents to their team. And I agree partially. That's why I like a dual title the way I also, like it is, you wrestle the national tournament a hundred times with the same teams. The champion's going to come out on top almost every time. It is more likely that a different team wins in a dual style format. That's where like one team gets hot for some reason or matches up better against a certain team. Mm. So that's why I like it. Plus the fact that I think it is more entertaining. How often does it come down to um, the finals the Saturday night where it's like this match decides the champion? Pretty rare. Yeah. But think What's about how awesome one duel is where it's team versus team. Mm -hmm. You know it's going to be close. That's like a national championship basketball or football game. Yeah. It is so, a much better. better product for viewers that way, in so, my opinion. I don't, I don't disagree with that. And, and as long as – Everyone, Ben, you're the one of the few people who is for the dual championship, but also thinks it actually crowns the best team. Like most, most, most of the advocates for the dual championship are like, it's cool yeah. because you get totally random results because you get results that are not representative of who the yeah. best team is. That's like that's like the entire point for most of the. Dual I actually, team advocates. I actually didn't, I actually didn't make that argument. If you listen closely, okay. uh, what I did, what I did make the argument of is that I don't think the scoring at the national tournament. Uh, is correctly representative of what a great team is. Because and I would it say, overrepresents those first couple places and not not there's like that nine through sixteen range. Even you could even argue probably seven through sixteen um and they are not accurately represented. But yes, you would you would I mean lots of years, probably sixty to eighty percent of the years you would get the same winner, I would argue. Um and it is a different type of strength. You need to be able to fill all the weight classes and it, obviously yes it would also be fun. And one of your points was that, okay, a really good wrestler 
doesn't score points, very many points. You can make the quarters and score two points, and that's not representative of how good they are. Well, that happens all the time in dual meets where the number three guy loses to the number two guy and scores zero points. So that you have you have an identical problem there. Plus gives up three. Plus gives up three. So the yeah. same same issue is presented. But bottom line, it would be cool to have it, but you probably won't because these coaches can't yeah. agree on much. They can't agree on nothing. And um, we'll see who actually wrestles each other at these dual championships because yeah, a lot of people can. Yeah, I don't there, like. Will, I, I know they, they wrestle like it when each they other. Just, yeah, when they just pick the matchups, kind of uh, thumbs down that way. Yeah. I mean, if, if you know what they want to do, that would be cool. That would be acceptable also. And this is a, li- a little bit what we did last week. But if you say, oh, like, oh, I, I don't want to be in a pool with all Wisconsin teams, was what happened last weekend, right? So, okay, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll mix the Wisconsin and all the teams up. If you said, listen, I don't want to be in a pool with any Big Ten teams. Um, and if we have, say, four pools of four, and then the four winners go against the four winners in, you know, a bracketed format, like, you know, one versus one, and then they meet up in the finals or whatever, you know, and it so happens that there's two Big Ten teams, fine. But if you want to pick the pools so you don't wrestle someone early, that's cool. I like that. Good. I'll get down with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff there. Pretty, pretty salty. I mean, I don't think anyone has an easy Big Ten schedule, but uh Penn State's is definitely tough hitting Iowa, Ohio State, Nebraska, and Michigan. They'll go some, they're not going to a tournament, but or tournaments not on the schedule, but they'll be tested at least yeah. the starters, the guys wrestling most of the duels. And it you know, it'll be interesting to see like at, especially at one ninety seven they send help for all their duels. Yeah. I uh it, it's gonna be a, a that's gonna be one of the big storylines to follow is the Max Dean, Michael Beard competition there at, at one ninety seven and um, you know, you can't imagine Beard's just gonna concede the spot at 197, and obviously Max Dean transferred for a reason. So we'll yes. see. Okay, we'll see. I gotta wonder what some of these uh, these Russian the way that I was specifically the the last tweet. Are we gonna ask uh, um, uh, King G about? But is it the the uh, the Russia coach Tadi have resented his low salary? That's offensive. If you foreigner coach, they pay ten thousand monthly, and if you give results, they pay eighteen hundred a month. Uh, is extraordinary. Who makes such decisions? What is it? What is this all about? I don't know. I don't, and I don't know who the coach he referenced was. So that's why King G okay. to be very helpful here. But Coach Tadiev, the Bond villain, is uh, unhappy with his compensation. He also, really? Ivan didn't Never tweet about it, but I saw it. He also talked about. The other former Soviet countries getting paid more to win like Olympic golds and stuff. So he was not happy with that. He the coaches said, or the athletes? I saw athletes, not coaches, but I didn't read the entire interview. I just saw snippets. But he could have also talked about coaches. He said, quote, unquote, how far have we fallen? Well, it's it's sort of curious because we think of Russia as these these Russian teams, but these guys are like very much culturally like sort of on – not on the outs, but like they're they're sort of a different group, and Russia's so big. Like, I don't know how much you know the general Russian populace is thinking about wrestling, and maybe how we kind of think about wrestling here in America. It's not like while it's one of their biggest best sports where they're m- most successful. Like, how important is it to the to the yeah. nation, right? Well, or haven't just- they said uh, like explicitly that re- participation in America is way way? I mean, magnitudes higher than it oh, is yeah. in Russia. That's, yeah, that's, that's, I that's think fact. that's definitely true. 
Okay. I think that's definitely true. So, you know, where, where you take somewhere like Georgia, which is maybe culturally very similar to the to a to a Dagestan Ossetia sort of region, you know, maybe that so it's more it's more important to that country as a whole than it is to yeah. Russia. So you can see how it would happen, but I could see how Tadiev would be like, look, we're gonna lose guys to they just had some transfers to Romania. They're going to lose a lot of their depth to these other nations. Hey, I can go and start here and make more money. Forget my Russian allegiance. Let me go get paid. I don't, yeah, I don't see why not, especially once they get a little bit older. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, why not? So, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I'll, I, I can't wait to talk to King G about that entire dynamic with uh, what's going on in Russia. Uh, and I can't wait to ask him about this. The Wrestloff matches plus three kilos, Ben. It's a lot of weight. That's a lot, a of, lot weight. of weight. I'd say a I kilo, mean, that makes sense. And JD was like, hey, do you want him to make weight this close yeah, twice? But right? but plus three is like, sheesh. You can you can get, I mean, you know, so you think like James, James, bringing up James Green. James Green's weight. But James Green plus three is different than James Green scratch at that weight class mm-hmm. um so yeah plus three is uh that's a really big deal it seems like a lot uh i mean maybe it's one of those situations where if they were all in camp and they they kind of know what size they are i mean if if the deal is like if you two are in my camp and i know christian weighs 122 and jd weighs 123 i'm not really in the weight class is 110 i'm not really concerned about you guys making 110 because you guys are the same size you know what i'm saying Whereas if one guy's 118 and one guy's 126, now I'm like, okay, obviously if we just wrestle as is, the guy that's 126 is going to have a huge advantage because he's going to have a significantly harder cut to get down to the weight. You know what I'm saying there or no? Yeah, I totally get it. Completely get it. All these guys have been wrestling at this weight, though. It's not a – none of them were in a situation, at least that one, um, were in a situation like a James Green where it's – Okay, I'm coming down for the first time in three years. Ooh, yeah. we should ask him um, like how how the Russians cut weight if they do it differently than us in any way. Well, I've always heard they do less. Um, is I mean that's that's kind of like what I've heard all you know over the last bunch of years. Um, yeah, I mean now I, I it's kind of this team looks weird though because they have a sixteen, a seven, a four, an eight, an unranked at seventy nine, like mm-hmm. and a ten heavy. That seems like I don't when I look at the lineup, it's like I think we're gonna win here. I think we're going to win too, but I, I just am not sleeping. I mean, rankings are, are processes of results and also opportunity and with yeah. a lot of these guys. So um, we should have Kozak on. Maybe we'll have Kozak on tomorrow to discuss the uh, – Live. Live. Oh, yeah, you're going to be here. I'm going to be there. I got to get the t- – I got to get the taco order. I, you, last <laughs> time you said you wanted a chicken breakfast taco, which, I mean, eggs – are from chickens, but I don't know. What, I don't know what that means. So we'll have to get a little more clarity. Huh? Kind of, I asked what kind of breakfast taco you want. You said chicken. Well, you said what kind of tacos do I like? I, I actually wasn't even thinking breakfast. I like steak and chicken tacos. A little shredded chicken, a little grilled chicken. I don't care. I love chicken tacos. Steak. You can do with steak whatever you want. I love that too. Steak is good. You know what? The one Bader took me to at you guys' old HQ. Oh, I don't primo. know if they still own that building. Um. And it was across the street. It was a little lady at a food Taco truck. Taco lady. Was... Taco <laughs> I never heard of it, but it's called carne guisada. It was so freaking good. Never I never heard had of carne asada? Else. No, guisada. No, guisada. Oh, guisada. guisada. It was a 
I, I don't even know what the hell it was. Beta told me to get it. It was delicious. Yeah. We should Yum. go. Yeah, you, we could always go there after the show. That place is freaking delicious. She's great. Not super fast. Mm -hmm. It's just her and her orange. Yeah. She got an upgraded shed. I don't know the last time you went there. But she had God, like it's a, been many years. Was, okay, it was a dilapidated thing, and now she's got this orange uh, little trailer. It's, it's a it's a step up. She's Man, an angel. she's an angel. Sometimes I wish I would have like in 2008, I just would have moved to Austin and started working for Flow. Cause like you know, sometimes when you're down there and you walk, you you can walk that way. There's tacos. You can walk that way. There's tacos. You can walk that way. There's tacos. Like you just gotta start walking, and then they're like a buck fifty for a breakfast taco. And you're like, oh, this is just great. I have three dollars. Get two tacos. It, it is so a cool. main, type, main staple so of my excited. diet now. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, listen, it's simple. Start a club down here, somewhere in the Round Rock Pflugerville area, obviously. <laughs> and then, you know, bring, bring one of your, your top coaches, and then you got to come once every two months to oversee for a week or so. And then it's, it's, it's that simple. When are you going to, you got to expand soon. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, they're uh, going to start funny. saying, you know what, Askren Wrestling Academy only has like 10 academies. Is he really even growing at this point? <laughs> right, right. You know, that's, uh, what that's, that's not what I'm saying. That's just what people out there are Let's saying. Let's just talk about tacos some more. Yeah, taco talk with Ben. Oh, my this, gosh. You might love tacos more than anyone I know. Although, They're Spay so will torture himself. Spay does not react well to many things. The sun, spice, but he will eat a spicy taco and just deal with the deal with the aftermath, which is... I don't. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't have to put the really hot stuff on if you don't want to, but he just does. And he just does. Suffers he, through it. He's a, he's a masochist, yeah. and... Um, you know, that's fine. Everyone's a little different. Okay. So we can we can pull up um the team. We had the, I, do we have the seventy kilogram match? Uh or I just send it. So Dave Baev, uh who is you know a world champion. Yeah, what happened to Dave really, Baev? Dude, he lost again. He lost to um uh. he lost in the fight. He was winning six four with like thirty seconds to left. And he died. So I remind me to ask King G, why do they get so tired? I mean, not they tired. don't train their cardio. I mean, I know they really don't. They really don't. And and honestly, you know, uh, it's a tough argument you make, Christian, because some of the guys it doesn't really affect them, and there's some of the guys just fall off a cliff like they literally can't walk anymore. It's so bad. I think you know it what I'm was, saying? yeah. But I thought it was one of the Bronicles on. I think he was on Ryan Warner's podcast. I can't recall. He's. They go to Russia with, with Coach Medlin, and they're like, they all do something after practice. They're all like jumping rope or whatever, whatever. It's like, because they're doing something. It's like just ba a basic wrestling practice, I, in my opinion, and I don't know what a basic Russian wrestling practice is, but a, a, a basic wrestling practice plus a little stuff extra at the end, you're going to be in good shape to wrestle six minutes. I mean, I, so I would say, I think that you have to really up the intensity level of of said workout right because uh a really hard paced match man that that is like something you're not going to see all that often unless you unless you actively try to get there like jumping rope uh or riding aerodyne doing aerodyne sprints would would be mm -hmm. representative of like what a hard wrestling match but riding aerodyne or doing a stance in motion it's not going to be representative of what a really hard wrestling match is going to be like and but then that to your point it's like oh some of the guys don't get that tired you know, maybe maybe they get the good steroids or something. I'm not really sure, uh, and the other ones don't. I don't know what the deal is, but yeah, some some of them they literally like fall off a cliff. Like it's not like they get a little tired. It's like oh my gosh, they look like they can't walk anymore. Yeah, like Sidikov, he has no real issues with fatigue. No issue. Yeah. Um, 
So the Cub would run kilometers to and from practice every day. Really? That's what he said. Okay. Oh, is our are we ready, Tyler? I'm seeing our, I'm seeing our man. Okay. Without any further ado, we've been stalling, just waiting for this guy to come on. For the second time on the show, our official Russian correspondent, King G, coming at us live what's from Moscow, on? Russia. What's, going, what's on? going on? How are you? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? How you guys doing? <laughs> so good. So good. You guys have your team. Um, yeah. I, have a, I have so many questions about it. I want to know your thoughts, just your overall thoughts on the wrestle-offs, how that process went, and uh, the, the team that Russia is going to be sending to Oslo. Yeah, so um, we had a pretty much uh, pretty big uh, wrestle off because um, many many guys um, are pretty much ready to go, and they just let them uh, giving them an opportunity to uh, prove themselves. So uh, the only the only um, Olympian wrestling is uh, Sadulayev as the captain of the team, and the rest of the guys kind of new guys in the team. Wow. So what was it? It was was it the Olympians' choice not to wrestle, say Sidikov and Yugayev? Was it their choice not to wrestle, or did the the Russian coach say, "No, we want you guys to take this one off"? Well, oh, actually, there's 86 kilos um, oh, in made team also, but yeah, well, um, yeah, um, uh, Rashidov, 65, he decided to uh, re- stay off because he's uh, injured little uh, from his uh, past injury from uh, World Cup, as you remember. Um, and uh, so he, he decided to uh, wait, and uh, Sidakov, uh, he decided to rest as well. So the, those two. But uh, uh, heavyweight, he, he lost his uh, wrestle-off match in 86, and estimated the team. Got it. So how do you feel? Um, what were the biggest surprises? For me, 70, um, Zerbayev is obviously good, but I was surprised to see him beat uh, Bayev. Uh, yeah, well, also, you know, 57, if we go through, like, uh, the lightest to heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the 57, uh, Mutaliev, is a new kid, uh, very young. Um, he's uh, the only best results, like, uh, mm-hmm. Oh, no. Dang it all. Uh, from, uh, metal. Um, hey, he's. We're having a hard time hearing you. You're hey, kind you of guys... cutting out. A, you're cutting out a little bit. Um, oh, if... are we good now? Yeah, I hear you now. Yeah, all right. So, fifty-seven is the 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 very new name for me because um, there was a guy named Tuskayev, Azamat Tuskayev. He's a junior world champ, been in a in the team pretty much uh, many years, but. He he lost and um, so this kid uh, the the Medi team actually he's the biggest surprise for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Seven kilograms. So their trials were at plus three kilograms. Um, did that does that surprise you? Is that common? Um, that seems like a, I mean it's six point whatever pounds. It's that's a that's a lot. That's a big difference in a, a weight class. What did you think about that? Um, how, how much, um, so if the, if there's a, any, uh, experience, the Americans had the same rest off during a journey, like the training camp outside of world team trials. 
Oh, so you say, what do you mean by that? Well, uh, we had to rest off at the training camp. Um, if there's any experience uh, for Team USA, that pretty much uh, had the same experience, uh, make make a decided team. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying. I'm saying uh, if there's any uh, experience with Team USA, they're doing a rest off during a training camp to who, who decide who's going to make a team. Yeah, yeah. But I was surprised that so like our we had our world team trials a week and a half ago, and they had to like make the scratch weight class. But Russia, they did plus three kilograms. So it's like we weighed in like Jordan Burroughs weighed seventy nine kilograms. Whereas right. the, the 79 rep weight weighed in at 82. <laughs> I just thought that was an interesting uh, difference in the in the two. Yeah, but, you know, um, we usually do uh, decide a team through uh, Russian nationals, but today training yeah. camp, France, I think, because uh, during, uh, during the competition, you're eventually going to gain – little way uh, and just be able to compete gotcha gotcha um so the there's a our, our guy ivan i don't know if you follow this guy sickum underscore d on on twitter but he's got a lot of R- russian information and he said that the russian coach to yeah. is like upset about his about his salary and like his his compensation he talks about some foreign coach they pay him ten thousand a month is this a do you think um, can you give a little more context around this? Well, uh, the the money question I think is always there, and who who's uh, who's happy with their salary? I think uh, even uh, you know uh, MMA like Ben knows even uh, MMA stars like UFC champions not happy with the salary that they haven't. Even even game paid millions to be to be well, so money is never enough. I think, but I think he's living a good life, you know, being a being a head coach. But um, through salary, I'm saying there's a there's a um, countries that pay more than uh, Russia does because hey, uh, how many uh, sports do we have? We have a lot in uh, the gold medals and silvers and bronze. We have a lot of those. If we pay everyone pretty much the same salary as the other country pays that has only two sports, it's not going to be fair. It's not going to be a. It would be impossible to do. I think. What do What did the Olympic champions from Russia? What did they make for for winning the Olympic gold? Well, I think it's uh, fifty six. I think I read somewhere today. Is it uh, fifty six thousand? I think. Okay, so if they win, and how, not sure. How- well, but but hey. Um, I've I've read somewhere that, uh, for example, um, um, who 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 was it? Maybe Azerbaijan pay more. But how many gold medals are Azerbaijan did win at the Olympics? Zero. They only they only have a chance to win uh, uh, through wrestling or through boxing. But Russia, well, yeah, we're a big country, but you know, um, it's impossible to pay such a more money than other countries does. For example, like I, I've, I've I've read somewhere, they're probably paying good money, but they don't make they don't win the same uh, amount of Olympic gold medals at the Olympics. 
to compare to Russia. That makes sense. That makes sense. Sajulay won quite a bit, if I remember correctly, for winning his second gold. It was seven figures, I think. Whoa. Whoa. That's, that's a Come lot on. We got, we got good sources on that one? Set, uh, a million dollars for Sajulayev? Is there, is there like a, So the government pays the athletes to, to win uh, in, in Russia. It's not exactly that here. It's kind of like a private fund. Are there any like additional private funds that would compensate a, a wrestler for, for having Olympic success outside of like the, the government? Uh-oh. He's frozen. He's gone. Yeah. Um, oh, there we go. No, there's a, there's a, there's a uh, private funds. Uh, they're more common in the Caucasus area. In the Caucasus area where, um, you know, wrestling is like tradition. Mm-hmm. If you win Olympics, you're like a god there, you know. And especially for Sadulayev, two-time Olympic gold medalist. Well, who, who was the last one? to win uh, Olympic twice. That was um, Avlaid Batirov back in 2004, I mean 2008. Since 2008, there was like 12 years that Russia hasn't won uh, Olympic twice. So he got paid a million dollars, probably going to pay, uh, get paid another one from someone, probably get, get another car or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> the good land to build right across, right near the you know, sea or something. So... Yeah, That's like horses. for for um uh for the, for those country, uh yeah, they 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 getting paid well outside of uh, a federation. Got it. All right, I have a I have one last question before before I let you go. So the seventy kilogram wrestle off, these guys got so tired. Bayev at the end, and it's the Russians are the most you know. Magnificent wrestlers to watch, really, in the world. They have the the best technique. But what is it about some of the Russian wrestlers? They get so incredibly tired, like tired in a way that I have a hard time understanding. How look at this picture? Look how tired these guys are at the end of the match. You know, they're they're really really. Bayev is a world champion. This is not some nobody. How is how is it that six minutes? How is it that six minutes of wrestling? Gets these guys in just a, a place of fatigue that I've never really reached. Just kidding. Well, I can tell you, as the, um, you know, Russians are, we have a lot of pressure on our own. We put a lot of pressure on our own. Like, I've been, I've been in the States and, uh, you know, um, you know, I was coached by Travis, Travis Bolson. At Iowa State, and uh, I was like, "Hey, Travis, what do you think of uh, like we're just uh, kind of afraid to get to lose uh, that uh, we like um, paid bring too much pressure on our own?" And he was like, "Americans think differently. Like if you lose a match, what's going to happen? Like is your mom not going to love you anymore? Does your friend not going to be friend with you no more, or something like that? Just simple things." And those are going to always going to be there, but in Russia we think hey, if we lose, we lose respect. Like our coach is going to be mad, our parents are going to be mad that we just uh, we lost the match. So, and that you know Ben, you know you wrestled a lot, so you know how how much pressure uh, you bring on mm-hmm. yourself, and you start losing energy just uh, for nothing. And yeah. that match 
there was a uh, my really was there at this uh, wrestle off and wrestle off for world championships people just getting crazy on that and that's mm. just takes a lot of energy from him i think Okay, so the it's more the pressure than an actual cardiovascular like that actually makes yeah. more sense than them getting that tired cardiovascularly. Yeah, because yeah. you know we train hard, you know, and especially Ben knows he's been to Russia. We 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 like train more like a play wrestling. We 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 wrestle a lot in those scrambles in those positions, not to get tired in the match, but um, even even in the practice, I, I remember you come to the gym and guys are already scrapping. They just getting the scrambles and just uh, wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. So if we train that way, we never get tired. But it's just a pressure mentally that we think, hey, if we lose, our coach is going to be mad. He's going to yell at me. Uh, he's not going to be happy with me. Like when I come home, a lot of fans, um, I put in a um, doubt within myself. And this uh, eats a lot of energy from you. So it's not about from wrestling. It's just Damn. a mental pressure. Holy cow. Well, that's that's awesome insight. I have, I have another question, actually, sort of, sort of in that vein. How do Russians cut weight differently or similarly to Americans? Crazy, man! Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, um, just well, I've been I've been training with Americans, and especially back in 2010 when they were here for World Cup, I've been training with them as they are here for like a couple of days before a tournament. They were cutting away with us. And there was Sean Bunch, who was there. Jake Jake Herbert was there, also cutting weight. Uh, Tian Ware, um, Trent actually was in the team. So we were, they were cutting weight pretty much on the same a day before the tournament, as much as usual. But um, I think uh, maybe before the before the trip, they were sitting on the diet a little bit, get the weight a little down, but. Um, most of the time, they just being smart. They eat little, they drink a little, always uh, be a little hydrated and uh, get a little full with the food. Not be like completely like Russians. We like crazy. I think even when I was younger, um, coach was just telling us, don't eat, just cut weight, don't drink. And this uh, crazy stuff, um, eat a lot of energy from you and uh, get you a lot of injuries, I think, along the way. So the, do you think they still cut it like that? Just like cut out the food and water and just just work out and bring your weight down? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Man, they're because so you know they they they, yeah. they 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 they're not smart. You know, I know many guys from Russia, especially for my gym. I have a coach, the junior world champ, and the, he never lose a point at junior worlds. Guys were saying if he if he doesn't win the Olympics, it's going to be a surprise, and he didn't because. Um, he he hurt his uh, stomach by cutting away. So he, the doctors told him, if you cut any other way, um, you're gonna be like sick forever or something like that. So he couldn't even cut away because the coaches are not smart enough uh, to understand the process actually, and just put a lot of pressure, thinking the the wrestlers just ro- robo robo, um, not yeah. get injured, not get sick or some. They just go go go. If he got injured, they bring another one. And this kid is injured already along the life. Uh, so I know I know uh, many um, experience from other guys not like being able to cut weight no more. So how has the obviously in like 2017 you could you could cut pretty recklessly because weigh-ins were, were day before. But now with 
day of weigh-ins, two hours before, both days. Has that changed it at all? Because, I, I mean, Russia's still been super, super good at the World Championships. And you'd think if they're having crazy weight cuts, it would really adversely affect their performance. It doesn't seem like that's, that's been the case. So has there been any modifications with the new weigh-in structure? Well, they just uh, being a little smarter now, uh, being able to travel around the world and see other people getting weight cut and probably asking questions, talking to doctors, bringing doctors in a team. Or, so they get the weight a little more down a day before um, a day before a tournament. So the next day they don't feel a lot of pressure and a hardless time to cut weight. So, yeah, they, they getting adapted to it and getting smarter. Um, so they don't cut weight. As crazy as it used to be. That's why they're getting adapted and uh, compete more and better now. Do you see anyone in the in the Russian lineup uh, changing weights in the near future? Is there anyone on the team that that, that cuts a lot of weight? Obviously, Abbas Magomedov is, uh, you know, superstar wrestler who will probably be the favorite to win worlds at, at sixty one. Do you see him staying at sixty one kilograms long term, or do you think he could go up to sixty five? Uh. Who who was there? Abuskazi Magomedov, the sixty-one. Oh, Abuskazi Magomedov. Yes. Yeah. Um. Well, as as I read somewhere from interviews, um, his only goal to win world championships and then he can move on because he won actually junior worlds, junior Europeans, uh, U twenty-three worlds. I think U twenty-three nationals. The only thing he misses is uh, you, uh, senior world championships. And then before uh, 24 Olympics, he's deciding to go to a 65. He's a tall, lean guy. He has a um, spot, we'll say, in the body to fit in at 65. And he has three years to go. I mean, actually, almost two years to go to get adapted to the new weight class and then be able to compete at 24 Olympics. But I'm, I'm thinking he's the guy to win to win a world championship this year. He's so good. And he got adapted to the weight class. He won Eurigan. Uh, he won uh, Junior Worlds, U23 Worlds. He's the guy, I think, number one guy in, uh, to, to win uh, to win the World Championships. Yeah, he, he's a beast. So uh, a week and a half ago, we had our trials. Are is the Russian wrestling community uh, how aware they are are they of those tr- of those trials? And what are their overall thoughts on the team we're going to be sending to Oslo? Hey, my personal, my personal um, um, opinion, USA has the best team, well, that I've seen. Well, actually, uh, it was a dream team back in 1995, I think. There was a great team from Team USA. But this team, um, I've spoke with a bunch of people, and uh, they're saying this is the best team uh, they ever seen from Team USA sending to World Championships. They're thinking um, uh, Team USA has to they they win uh, more 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 gold medals than any other team, and they're thinking the Team USA will have to we we have to win uh, team team uh, medals competition. So, well, that's uh, that's awesome to hear. I would I would tend to agree though. I'm I'm very biased thinking about <laughs> thinking about um, how is that. All right. So if America wins wins worlds, how what's the response within the Russian wrestling community? What is the fallout for someone like Tadiev? Um, obviously, this is a maybe. There's the pressure is slightly reduced after such a successful Olympics, but I don't know. Does Russia actually feel that way? Well, this World Championships, we're going to stand pretty much the young guys. 
if you look at the if you look through the team, there's only a few actually competed at the world worlds were like world class level tournament. The heavyweight, the heavyweight guy, well, you never seen him compete actually play somewhere internationally. His brother, he was at uh, worlds. I think he got fifth one year two two years ago. I think, but that's his younger brother. Um, he never placed any international tournament. Um, Sadulayev, well, this is a guy everybody knows. 92 kilograms, Kurbanov. He's a this year European champion. Very tough guy. Um, I think he 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 placed uh, third at Worlds um, two years ago. I think he's the guy probably to win also. Well, I want to see him and Cox in the finals. 92 kilograms. That's the match I want to see. Yeah, it's pretty much everybody else want to see because. Day two, actually the best, because he's a Russian champ, European champ, so he's the best on this side of the planet. And Cox, he's a um, defending world champ, two time, and that's the match everybody want to see. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to that. Well, um, exciting stuff. I'm not sure if we'll have you on again before or the world championships. Maybe we'll have you on during. Uh, that that could be pretty cool. Um, I assume you're gonna be you're gonna be watching. You're not gonna be able to go, are you? No, no, no. Too bad. Okay. Um. Well, King one more G- question. Oh yeah, yeah, go. Why do you think Sajulai wrestled versus the other Olympians? I think uh, Nafanov probably is like you know I have to prove myself or whatever. He's a little younger, but Sajulai has proven why is he wrestling in these worlds? Because. Uh... He feeling the he's uh, he wasn't in his best shape at the Olympics because he his knee was injured uh, during the training camp so he wasn't training much so he uh, he rested the knee pad so his knee was uh, injured so he wasn't in the best shape and still won so he wants to prove that his best ability is yet to come and at World Championships he's that's why he's going to wrestle also um, he's like how many four five time world champ right now more than that. Um, is it, is it? Well, he's well, two Olympics and five worlds. Olympic, so two Olympic and 14, 15, 7, uh, or 18, 19. 18. So he's four time world champ. Four, four right? Two. There's, a five, there's a five world championships we have is uh, um, Hajimura Gatsalov, Boisar uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, um Well, who else? There was, um, well, Madvid probably, the other guys. But he he was he's feeling that he's a, has yes has ability to go. He doesn't want to miss a year, not to win another world championships because um, to to keep to those uh, grades uh, by gold medals uh, count. You know, right. like if he misses today, we have a great guy behind him, Zibrailov, um, um, uh, that won uh, World Cup this year in December. He's a, the great number two guy after him, but uh, he doesn't want to miss a year not to prove himself that he's the guy. As a captain on the team, also, you know, they're saying in a young team, like I said, um, but he wants to go. And also, if you go down to weight classes, there's a 79, well, 79 kilo, um, that Osedian. Well, I think he might play, but he's not a. Um, I was surprised that he made the team because mm-hmm. there were two guys from Dagestan that better than him. I was surprised. Probably my place, but I'm not sure about him. Um, also, Nifonov. Well, I, I'm just going through like uh, weight classes. 
Um, 86, yeah. 86. Well, he might place again at, at the Olympics, but I think he's not beating uh, Taylor. He's not beating uh, Yazdani. He's not the guy to beat them. Um, also, 74, 74. Um, I think he might get to the finals. He's so good. He beat um, he beat uh, Kurban Aliyev. He's so he's he's a very good. He was in the finals with uh, Jamalov at Nationals. He's very good. Um, he's the guy to to be on the team. He's proven himself, so he probably be in the finals. Uh, Seventy kilograms. Well, this is like a black horse, I'd say, because he beat a bunch of bunch of tough guys. But uh, like a like before the tournaments, he wasn't very consistent to win because he always around the team. He was like third, I think, at the nationals, winning and placing at some uh, international tournaments. But well, I think he might place also. He's a new guy. He's probably not going to win, but uh, he he's going to place the 65 kilo. That guy yeah. might get to the finals because he beat uh, Ahmed Chekayev. There's a world bronze that was in the team for like 10 years. Uh, number one, number two, switching places, um, finals at the nationals, and uh, he's a fresh. He's young. He he won Europeans this year, 65. We'll get to the finals. 60, 61, like I said before, yeah. he's probably the guy to win gold. And the 57, the 57, well, depend, depends on who's uh, other countries will send. The guy is young. Yeah, he, he, he wrestled good at the wrestle off, made the team, but um, I'm not sure. I think he's just, just a young kid. And I'm, I'm, well, if he plays, it's going to be good, but I'm not, I don't think he's going to place. He's just a young guy yet. Yeah, he has a win over Gilman from I think Continent uh, World Club Cup something. He beat he beat him somewhere. So he's got some legit wins for a young guy. But then again, the Gilman we saw at the Olympics was was supremely good. Um, any Ben or JD, any other questions for King G before we let him go? Do you think no? Thanks for coming on. That was awesome. Do you think uh, Kyle Snyder can ever be such live again? Well. That was, that was the question I was asked uh, the, the the last uh, sit down that we had. Well, he does. Everyone that steps on the mat has has the opportunity to win because um, everyone is a human being. Everyone has weaknesses, and uh, yeah, yeah, he has a chance to win. Also, yeah. What are Satchelaya's weaknesses? Um, he has to find one to win again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got to create one. He's got to be more injured than he was at the Olympics. Yeah, we can beat him <laughs> yeah. healthy. Yeah. It's well, a... I think I think it's just um, maybe trained by Kale. They will create a uh, good game plan to win because uh, we we're all seeing Sajul Live got super tired at the end of the match, but Sajul uh, Snyder kept pushing, kept kept running at him. So if he just uh, being smarter, I think uh, doing a couple good couple good shots and staying in good defense. Keep it a good position. You probably get a win. So I think being being coached by Kale he has the best chance to do it. I know you know Kale because you trained at Iowa State. But are other Russians aware of Kale in this the lore he has in the United States wrestling? Because he's just a you know one time Olympic champion. Uh, or is he just kind of like another figure, another Olympic champion for? Russians, or are they aware that he's this great coach now, too? 
Yeah, uh, they 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 they're all thinking that he's just Olympic champ. He's just Olympic <laughs> champ, but uh, like, but I know because I was I was coached by Travis and Trent Paulson, and they were coached by Kale, and I just um, I like to analyze. He just how many they won six out of seven years with Penn State, right? At the um, NCAA's. Yeah. Oh, eight out of nine. Wow. Yeah, even even people think, hey, he bringing the best guys in the team, all the number one uh, um, from the country. But even there, he still has to create the spot for them, and he has to create the community, I'll say, to to make this such a great team. So he built a good team around him, Kyler Sanderson and uh, the other guy named uh, Cunning Cunningham. They mm-hmm. they're a good addition to the team. So Kale is at like a head, and those guys are just. Um, uh, allowing the, those to uh, uh, get to go. So I'm thinking Kale um, is good and great coach, but not many uh, Russians actually know about it. Yeah, that, that actually makes sense. Um, one other question about an Iowa State legend. Do you know Sion Williams? Hey. <laughs> I got to go. I'm getting to play. Oh, yeah, Ben's got to go. Good talking to you. I'm out of here. You guys, t- tell him about Sion. You know, I yeah. bet you know about Sion. Yeah, yeah. G- King G, do you know Sion? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just going to leave it at that. <laughs> What's going on with him? Nothing. You know he works here? Yeah. Okay. All right, maybe there's beef here. All right, I'll move on. <laughs> I'll move off the Sion topic. Um, are there coaches in, in Russia that are uh, – Maybe comparable to like Kale. So like Tadiev is the national team coach, but he's not involved in the day to day. I'm guessing with with some of these guys. Who's like the best? Who's the coach who has developed the most uh, Olympic and world level athletes? Um, uh, forget the name, but this uh, uh, Salam Gadisa coach. Who who coached him? Is that the older guy? Yeah, Ali Murza, Ali Murzaev. Okay, he's a good coach. He he he. So the not the names I give you that he coached, um, Sagit Murtzaliev, two thousand Olympic champ. Yeah. Uh, Shervani Muradov, two thousand eight Olympic champ. Uh, Bakhtiar Ahmedov, the heavyweight, two thousand eight champ. Um, Abdulslam Gadisov, world gotcha. champ. Um, who else was there? There was someone else I'm missing. Well, actually, yeah, three Olympic champs and the other world champ, Dang. and a bunch of other guys. A bunch of Gajina Biev, you you know the name, the '79 junior world champ. He's also coached by him. And the the number two guy, the behind Sadulayev, Jabrailov, his name. He's also coached by him. Dang, and the, he's out of Dagestan. Yeah, and the Jabrailov is also 97 kilograms. So they they coach is like known the 97 kilogram uh coaches uh of the year would say you know he always bring 97 kilo uh great yeah was he Godoyev's coach too no no, no. Godoyev was coached by the other coach not not known they his coach not known but uh he just uh the only the only single great uh out of the the coach got it Got it. Well, um, I feel like there's always um, more we can talk about, but we'll we'll 
we'll pause it for now, uh, King G. Uh, anything else you want to add before before we let you go? Worlds are starting very soon. Well, just uh, excited to watch. It's uh, in a year. I mean, in a week, right, or something? Around, I leave a, a week. It starts October second is the first day, September twenty second. So a little, little more than a week, like ten-ish days, uh, but not long at all. Next, yeah, Saturday. Um, so just wishing everyone uh, stay healthy, uh, show the best their ability to to uh, uh, get the fans excited, uh, make them not to just go watch the boring matches, but just to stay excited. Um. Okay. And uh, our to us, uh, wish the uh, the best, stay healthy, um, and uh, just pretty much stay positive, do the right things. Awesome! I really like your shirt too. That's it's really sick. Very nice. Yeah, man. Thanks. You're very yeah. well dressed. You had a night. You were strappy looking the last time. So thanks for bringing yeah. the style. We don't we don't have a lot of style. JD's has a style. I don't know how I would <laughs> describe it, but it's a style all his own. Um, but King G. But one one yeah. one day I'll, I'll I'll be back to U.S. and uh, we sit down in the same room. Uh, I'll get you guys a good dress, and or you might come down to to Russia. We sit down here on, on my side. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll get you some good food. You can get us. You can get us some style, and uh, it'll be a good time. Exactly. I look, I look forward to that day. King G. Thank you so much for coming on, and we'll talk with you soon. Appreciate it. All right. Later. Another thing I want I want to add on it. Uh, because I told the UVA guys from the University of Virginia, uh, just out. giving them a shout out, wishing them the best uh, for upcoming season. Coach Steve Garland, Folsom Brothers, and the rest of the guys in the team. Shout out, UVA, Wahoo Wah. Thanks so much, King G, the one and only, right. our official Russian, Russian correspondent coming at us from Moscow. I was a little worried there with the, with the connection, but um... – Tyler went in. Uh, our, our producer Tyler went in, intercepted a couple satellites, and uh, was able to to make the necessary fixes to his internet. So that was great, um, dude. I, I I'm sorry I asked about Sion. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. That was sort of weird. It's like, oh boy. Yeah, yeah, I feel like most people I, that know Sion have a little bit of beef with Sion. I don't. It seems like it's just us. <laughs> Until now, I just assumed everyone else loved the guy, and then he just berates us, and we just deal with it. And um, him and Spay is my favorite beef. Oh, that is that is a that is a rivalry. It, it's better than like Dake Burroughs. <laughs> it's like two titans. Um, so, uh, any any interesting takeaways uh, from from King G? Uh, oh, I knew what I wanted. Sajlaev wants to be basically the best of all time. Which, well, he, he's certainly on track. Not that I didn't think that before, but it's just like this solidifies that. He has that total number in mind and is chasing it down, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, skipping a year, it's uh, – I think he probably sees the opportunity to get a, get another one. Um, okay. Why don't we go to a couple questions before we go? But I forgot to tell you guys Ben had to leave early. I was so surprised. He had to leave. He's, But he's coming here, so that's going to be awesome. Um, Oh, did you copy questions in? Because I forgot to. So yeah, shout out to there. you. Thoughts on a belt system for I we should save this one for Ben. Ben's gonna want to talk about a belt system in wrestling. Um so we'll we'll pause on that one, Kurt on Arnold. System. Yeah, I, I don't either, actually, but um I don't want to step on that. There should be no degree of measurement for toughness. Yeah. Um CP, have you 
Why have you not allowed Chael and Ben to be on the same show at the same time? Are you afraid of having too much testosterone on air? Um, um, no real reason. It's just like, uh, you know, the human brain can only process so many voices at once. And I just figure, you know, if we, if we went and had Chael and Ben on, it's just like, what's the point of us? Then I basically just fired myself. I mean, I'm not ready to do that. A lot of people got on me for not uh, pushing back on Chael uh, the last time he was on. Wait, you there, want to correct the man? I'm not going to. There is no arguing with that man. There is no. You don't bring reason to that to Chael. It's, he is like a wind-up toy. Yeah. But with a 10-foot-long string, and it's just you ask one question, pull it, and it's just best to just let him go. He argued with me for 45 minutes that Kyle Dake and Reese Humphrey wrestled in the NCAA finals, a verifiable fact that is indisputable that they wrestled in the NCAA semis. He to this day, so it's, it, you know, we learned our lesson. I learned my lesson there. It's like, it doesn't even matter what you say. So just let him go and just be entertained. It's a fun ride. I enjoy riding it. I, oh yeah. But, it's uh, great. I'm not a, it's great. I'm not going to intervene and argue the wor- too much with that. The man. worst part is, is we'll never know about the Dake Humphrey thing. That is the worst part. That's the, it's the not knowing. not knowing history. It's the not knowing that makes it tough. Um, okay. Um, this is a question for Ben. Okay. This is a uh... – all right, yep. Yeah, they don't want us to talk about COVID anymore. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't like talking about it, but when it involves, you know, prestigious universities firing really, really good coaches, I feel like we have to talk about it and then which will beg the question well why are they getting fired which means we'll have to talk about COVID. it's going to continue to be probably a main storyline yeah for the next year or two. when an all-american has to sit out because of uh, contact tracing you know that's just a that's a thing that should be should be known so um with that i think we can um oh last one from pokes at loaf 23 how did the great oklahoma state university cowboys handle 25 33 41 with carter's news I actually think it's sort of cut and dry if they want to wrestle Carter this year. Mastro 25, Dayton 33, Carter Young 41. Yeah. I think that makes the most sense. They have uh, – Carter has a redshirt to play with, as does Mastro, right? Mastro was a true mm-hmm. freshman last year. So they, they could redshirt those guys, um, two of them. Dayton, obviously not. But – They actually have both Mastros now this year. They have all the Mastros, but – Strode uh, up. Um <laughs> Yes, they're strode up for sure. I don't think um, uh, Mastro the larger is a forty-one though. Probably. No, he's a little. He's although he's, he's not 57. that big. Maybe remember he weighed in with a bucket of chicken. He weighed in. That's that's <laughs> right. Number one, not the KFC. But that was for like one fifty-two, wasn't it, or was it sixty? It was sixty, 60 against Patty. So yeah, yeah, and he was still underweight. Yeah, he's like a small fifty-two. He's really probably a forty-five last year. So I don't know. So maybe he is a forty-one in, in John Smith's eyes. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I think. Uh, I think their best lineup would definitely be Mastro, the smaller, Fix, and then Carter Young at 41. That would be an exciting lineup, too, to see those. Um, well, we should talk about the full Oklahoma State lineup maybe maybe next t- tomorrow's show when Ben's here. Because uh, with Carter Young, it gets interesting. I'm, I'm curious. You know, there's guys with uh, really strong freestyle results, and it doesn't always correlate to – to folk style but what carter did is like it's just an undeniable thing that like man he's gonna be he's gonna be really good folk style freestyle doesn't matter he's gonna be a, a yeah. difference maker it's just like Absolutely. to what degree is he a difference maker if, oh wait 141 which 
is going to be pretty tough next year. Um, so we can maybe talk about that a little bit tomorrow. So shorter show today. Ben's out. He'll be in person tomorrow. I have to I have to place a taco order for tomorrow. So we have those for him. And Tyler. Tyler's requested tacos in exchange for him fixing the satellites, which I think is a fair compromise. We got Russian satellites working so to get King G on. So for Tyler, for Ben Askren, for J.D. Raider, and myself, Christian Piles, thank you so much for listening. We will be back tomorrow, Thursday, last show of the week. Maybe my last show until I go to Oslo, because I go to Oslo on Tuesday. Maybe I'll be here next Tuesday. We'll never know. (laughs) That's the thing. We'll never find out. Thanks so much. Have a great Wednesday. Goodbye.